Are you ready to take your message, your business, and your life to the next level? Want to learn from someone with more than a decade of experience, training tens of thousands of people from all around the world? Hi, Cliff. This is Pauline from Auckland, New Zealand. John from Calgary, Alberta. Amy Porterfield. Michael Hyatt. Dan here from Dunedin, New Zealand. Ray Edwards. Mark Mason. Mike Stelzner. Pat from Smart Passive Income. It's Darren from Melbourne, Australia. Now is the time to live the life of your dreams and do the work you feel most called to do in the That's right, my friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Cliff Ravenscraft Show. In this week's episode, I want to talk about hard work. This, my friends, is a value, maybe even a virtue, (laughs) that seemingly is becoming a lost art. It be, it's becoming somewhat taboo. And I have had shifting feelings about the ideal behind hard work. Now, I used to have this belief that you would never be able to generate income unless you worked hard to get it. And that I have identified is a limiting belief I no longer hold that belief to be true. In fact, I believe that you can, in fact, work smarter, not harder, and generate a significant amount of income. Now, with that being said, that phrase, I'd prefer to work smarter, not harder, is, I believe, somewhat misconstrued by those who are brand new to the pursuit of self-employment or owning your own business. Let me explain to you what I mean. I spend a majority of my time over the last several years helping people leave their soul-sucking day job, working the endless nine-to-five, doing the thing that they were taught was the responsible thing to do while their soul was dying each day. This episode here is for those who are on the journey of full-time self-employment. And the topic that I want to talk about today is the ideal of, or idea, of hard work and sacrifice. Hard work and sacrifice. In fact, I've been posting some motivational quotes uh, on Instagram and Facebook and my other social media channels, and chances are recently you've seen me post some post-workout selfies from the gym, and one of them I put in there, if I consistently do what is easy, life will be hard. If I consistently do what is hard, life will be easy. I've lived this. I do know this to be true. There are times when I've taken the easy path, and the easy path is kind of nice, and it's easy going, and you sure do enjoy the easy path while you're on it. But I can tell you from my experience, going down the easy path leads to the destination of some very difficult times ahead. That has always been my experience. However, my experience in the other way has been that if I consistently do what is hard, that road of hard work leads to the destination 
of more margin, more enjoyment, more fulfillment, and quite frankly, when other difficult challenges come my way, it's not as hard to find a way to overcome them. I've built up the endurance, if you will. I've built up stronger muscles as a result of lifting the heavy weights along the hard road journey. While I was preparing for this episode, I wanted to look up some other popular quotes from very recognizable names related to the topic of hard work. Colin Powell, he said this, he says, there are no secrets to success. It is the result of preparation, hard work, and learning from failure. Stephen King, he wrote this, talent is cheaper than table salt. What separates the talented individual from the successful one is a lot of hard work. Thomas Edison said this, he said, the reason a lot of people don't recognize opportunity is because it usually goes around wearing overalls looking like hard work. I love that. Hard work is an amazing gift if you look at it the right way. If you understand the value of hard work and sacrifice on the other side of Hard work and sacrifice, I believe, is the destination of our wildest dreams and, in many cases, that life of margin and that life of abundance that we're desperately seeking on the inside. But it doesn't come easy. That's been my experience personally, and it's also been the experience of every single successful person who has achieved the kind of life that I imagine and desire for myself. I look at all of the people who I see today with lots of margin, who have become financially wealthy, who experience the ability to do the kind of things that I would love to be able to do personally with my family, for my community, and then in the world in general. I look at some of those people and I evaluate their life. And yeah, today, many of those people don't have to work very hard, but it's because they spent years of their life doing what was hard, sacrificing in many areas so that they could get to the place where they are today living that life. Dave Ramsey talking to people about how to get out of debt. He says, listen, if you want to get out of debt, you're going to have to be willing to live like no one else for a season of your life so that later you can live like no one else. Basically, listen, you're going to have to work hard and sacrifice a ton, which is basically living like no one else. You're going to have to, if you will, dangerous word here, hustle if you if you you're going to have to hustle, you're going to have to work hard, you're going to have to sacrifice for a period of time for you to be able to get what you want so that later in life you'll have more margin financially and in the time, effort and energy that you have to exert to continue to live that life. But but there's hard work and sacrifice that's required to get there. So I love Dave Ramsey's quote that and again he's talking about debt, but I think it's about anything you truly want out of life. You have to be willing to live like no one else for a season of life 
so that later you can live like no one else. The reason why I'm recording this particular podcast episode this week is a very great friend of mine. His name is Chris. He sent me an email and he says, hey, Cliff, I saw this post in my LinkedIn feed today. While I understand some of what he's saying, i.e. entrepreneurship is hard, I just felt that parts of what he said didn't ring true. Of course, he just put a link to a LinkedIn post, and then he asked me if I would share some of my thoughts. Do I agree, disagree with what this individual had said in his LinkedIn post? So I click on the link in the email. It takes me to a LinkedIn post, and it is a post posted by Gary Vaynerchuk. Now, before I go into what this post shared, I just want to give you my own backstory on Gary Vaynerchuk and my own feelings about Gary over the years. I have had times where I'm really drawn to Gary V. All right. And, and I admire him. There have been times when I've even looked up to him and I'm like, I'm inspired motivated, and encouraged by Gary V. In fact, I even have this quote still on file here. Let me see if I can pull it up. Check this out. Hey, everybody, this is Gary Vaynerchuk, and you're listening to the podcast Answer Man. See, I have known Gary back in the earliest days of new media. Uh, Gary Vaynerchuk was just starting Wine Library TV right around the same time Uh, Actually, just a little bit later than podcasting really started to take off. So back then, Gary was getting into podcasting. And of course, in the earliest days of podcasting, there were only a few hundred of us that even had a podcast. And we all kind of knew each other. So in a way, I mean, Gary and I ran in the same circles. And he wasn't as wildly popular and wildly known as he is today. And he definitely blossomed and bloomed and took off with his brand way more successfully, if you count the numbers as being the measure of success, than I did. And there were times when I was very much inspired and encouraged by his work ethic and all of his 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 just confidence in, that he exudes in who he is and all of that other stuff. But over time, there have been several times in following Gary Vee's journey that I get really turned off by his message. Now, I don't want to take any time here to criticize or to condemn Gary Vaynerchuk. That's not the purpose of this episode. I wouldn't want to do that publicly. And and quite frankly, Gary's just a different person than I am. He's got different values. He's got different life experience. He's got different background. He's got, we're two different people. And I don't necessarily want the lifestyle that Gary has. And so I, at times I'm I've been tempted to subscribe to his YouTube channel and watch his Ask Gary V channel, and and I would listen to some of that. And then some of the answers that he would give, it, they would be so off base and so absolutely opposed to what I would, that what I believe. I'm like, I, I just don't like, I just don't like all of that advice, and and I would just unsubscribe after a while, and I would go back and forth. And then he started this daily V, this video vlog of his day-to-day life as owner as the owner of his own Vayner Media 
company with hundreds of employees. I don't know if it's hundreds, but anyway, with lots of employees in New York City. And he's living these 15-hour days, uh, traveling around the world nonstop, not sleeping, you know, it just, you know, this insane lifestyle. And it's all hustle, 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 hustle. And I enjoyed watching those at first more than anything just for the visual storytelling way of doing a vlog. But again, I found myself not so excited about his promotion of that lifestyle, of the endless hustle. And in a way, I felt like it's because I had been I had bought into this idea that working hard is a bad thing, that you don't have to work hard. You can, you, you can work smarter. And I had spent the first several years of my business working hard, working hard, working hard, working hard, and, and sacrificing a great deal to be able to keep my business afloat, to keep it moving forward, to to be able to continue to navigate forward around all the failures that I experienced in the earliest part of my journey and even the failures that I have today. And yes, I still have failures today, but I still move forward. And and sometimes that takes hard work. But the reality is, is that over the last several years, I got to the place where I'm following a a lot of these extremely wildly, massively successful entrepreneurs. And one of the things that I see a lot, and I'm not thinking of any one individual, but I see so many of these people who today are promoting products and services that talk all about how to manage your life in such a way that you have this completely balanced life that for you to be able to leave your day job and start your own business and and to live the life of your dreams, you shouldn't have to work more than 30 to 40 hours a week. You should never have to work a 15-hour day. You should never have to sacrifice this. You should always have this balanced life where you're able to fit it all in. And that's being promoted a great deal. And I had totally bought into it. The reality is, is that these people, I believe, are speaking with integrity to what their lives are today, but from my experience, I don't know any of them who have ever gotten to where they are today without putting in tons of hard work and sacrifice to get them into the place where at one point in time, Finally, they had grown enough skills, they had grown enough of an audience, they had grown enough relationships, they have produced enough to get the attention of the right people and the, the and to build the right relationships, the right networks, to navigate their emotional states and all this other stuff to get to the place where finally, today, yeah, they're able to live that life. I do believe it's possible for you to go and learn from those people today or even myself There are things that I know today that if I could go back and spend a weekend with Cliff Ravenscraft in 2008, when I first started this business, if I could go spend a weekend with that guy, I could help him avoid so much pain, frustration, anxiety, fear, worry, and doubt. And there are certain things that I could have, mistakes that he made that I could have definitely helped him avoid. I could go back and help him achieve much more success and get further faster. But here's one thing I can tell you. 
I don't care how much I know today. If I could go back and spend two weeks, the first two weeks of my business in 2000, January 2008, if I could spend two weeks with myself 11 years ago I, and tell myself everything that I've learned that I could fit into two weeks of just like nonstop, I still don't think that myself 10 years ago could build my business to a level of great success without lots of hard work and sacrifice. I could have all the strategy that I delivered to myself over those two weeks. I could give myself all kinds of tips, tools, techniques, and strategies for managing my mindset and my emotions and dealing with the kind of things that are coming out, challenging my beliefs back then and trying to get me to to adopt some new beliefs moving forward. But even with all of the strategy and all of the mindset reset, I still believe it would have required hard work and sacrifice during that first year of my business. Now, the great news is that, yes, I would have worked smarter, (laughs) but I still would have had to work hard. That's what I'm saying. All right, so with all of that set as the foundation, what was in this LinkedIn post from Gary Vaynerchuk? Well, first and foremost, it starts with a photo, and I'm going to describe this photo for you. And I'm going to go ahead and take the photo, and I'm going to put it into the show notes. So if you go to mindsetanswerman.com slash 586, you will be able to look at this photo in the show notes. That's mindsetanswerman.com slash 586. Now, in this photo, it's a picture of Gary V wearing a hoodie and he's laying down on the floor of an airport terminal. And if you didn't know it was an airport terminal, and if there wasn't some luggage kind of cradled in his arms, he looks like a homeless guy laying on the ground, sleeping. All right? So I, I want to paint that picture for you. This is a grown man laying on the floor, sleeping in a cradle position, at the airport, okay? Now, here is word for word what Gary V posted in his LinkedIn post to describe this photo on LinkedIn. This is a picture of me. I'm catching up on some sleep on the floor of an airport between meetings. My videographer captured the picture. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm not encouraging anyone to work to the point of burnout or exhaustion. I just want to share my truth and the lifestyle that I'm actually living. Here are a few points about entrepreneurship and starting your own business that I really want to make sure everyone understands. Number one, it's unbelievably lonely. Number two, you have to deal with a lot of mental pressure and stress that comes with being the last line of defense at an organization. Number three, you have to have the internal strength to deal with the judgment that the outside world deploys on you when, not if, you lose. Number four, if you aspire to live a top 1% life, aka finding your happiness, i.e. running a business that funds your life on your own terms, you're going to have to work hard and give up some leisure for that to happen, depending on your ambition. 
There are so many people who are going to get crushed over the next few years because they're starting companies when they could have succeeded within the system at big companies. I implore you all to get real self-aware about who you are and navigate your life around that, not who you wish you were. Okay, so that is Gary V's post. And again, my friend, Chris, he says, hey, Cliff, I saw this post in my LinkedIn feed today. While I understand some of what he's saying, for example, entrepreneurship is hard, I just felt that parts of what he was said don't ring true. And then he said, Cliff, can you tell me what are some of your thoughts related to what Gary says in this post? So I figured I'm gonna record a podcast episode and share some of my thoughts related to this. And of course, I've already set up the foundation of my thoughts before even telling you about the post. But here are some things. Number one, yes, I will tell you, I can confirm that owning your own business can be unbelievably lonely. It can be. It doesn't have to be. It's your choice if you allow it to be. But it can be unbelievably lonely at times. Now, the one thing I can tell you is that um, when you are at the top and succeeding in business, it is very difficult to have relationships with people who don't understand the significant decisions that you face, the pressures that you face, and all of the other challenges that come along with owning a business, and certainly the challenges that come along with big, huge, gigantic financial windfalls of certain products and services when they do succeed. It's very difficult for somebody to to understand, you know, it's like, oh my gosh, how do I handle this? How do I how do I deal with tax issues related to this? How do I handle this situation? I mean, there's a lot of things that come along with that that somebody who's making, for example, if your life before starting your business, let's just say you were making $120,000 a year or maybe $65,000 a year. If all of a sudden now you're generating in your business five hundred dollars to $750,000 a year, and you don't get there overnight for most people, trust me. Uh, but if you've been going at this for a while, your old peer group that you had, they're just not going to understand the woes that come. It's like, what, you mean you just did a product launch and you just made a hundred and a hundred and some odd thousand dollars in the last 30 days? What? Seriously? And here they are working 60 hours a week to generate their $120,000 a year. And, and yeah, it's potential for you to generate owning your own business more in one month than they make in a whole year. And when you are making more, in, if you've ever at any point, not that you're consistently making that on a monthly basis, but if you've ever made more in one to three months than they make in an entire year, if that's ever happened to you and you ever experience some sort of financial pressure in your business, they're like, yeah, let me cry a river for you, buddy. They, they just don't get it, right? It's like there's, and so the thing is though, you have to actually be 
you have to upgrade your peer group to people who understand this. So you you have to seek out other peers who understand who are on that same journey. It's one of the reasons why I have the Next Level Mastermind. It's one of the reasons why the Next Level Mastermind has been so successful that people are coming week after week to, to be in a group of people who get it, who understand the journey, the pressures that we face. It can be unbelievably lonely. And that's why... Uh, you have to be intentional about those relationships. So yes, owning your own business can be unbelievably lonely. That is a truth. Gary V posted that. I totally, 100% agree with it. Even me today, I am very intentional about the relationships that I have. Two of my best friends are Ray Edwards and Mark Mason. Um, and I have, I mean, Pat friends. Pat Flynn is a very good friend. Leslie Samuel's a very good friend. Michael Stelzner's a very good friend. Um, Michael Hyatt's a very good friend. Dan Miller's a very good friend. I, I, I've got some amazing, very good friends in my life. And people who absolutely understand anything and everything I would ever face. And if I actually have anything of a critical nature that I need to talk to somebody critically. It's like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this just happened. And it's like a major deal. One thing that I have going for me is any of those names that I just told you, those people would take a phone call from me in a heartbeat. But what if I'm just having an off day? What if, I mean, believe it or not, the mindset answer man, Cliff Ravenscraft, I occasionally experience an off day. I don't know if you if you if you have ever thought about that. I don't know if I've ever given you the opinion of of otherwise, but every now and then I have an off day. And you know, who do I who do I turn to when I'm like I'm just not feeling motivated today. I just I know about leverage, I know about all these things, but man, I just not feeling it today. I had this come up and this happened and this happened and all these things didn't meet my expectation. And yes, I know all about trading my expectation for appreciation, and I will. I'm go- but but man, for the next couple for the last couple uh hours, I've been experiencing these emotions, but all of a sudden, it's like, wait a second, what I'm dealing with right here, this afternoon or this morning, during this day, this off day, I would really love to just have somebody to talk to, even if it's a 15, 20-minute conversation. But when your other extremely successful friends have uh, workshops that they've got, you know, in a team of people that are there to to learn from them, and and they're basically teaching all day long. Your other friends in the middle of a massive course launch. Your other friends on a weekend retreat with their entire team, and your other friend is on that retreat as well. And your other friend is doing this, and, and it's like, man, I wish I had somebody to talk to, and. And, you know, the reality is, is there are people out there, but sometimes they're not available right when you need them. And when you're at the top, I will say that it is lonelier there because there's not as many people that you could just get on a call and talk to who will understand exactly what it is to go through what you're going through. And so, yes, it can be unbelievably lonely at the top. Gary V said that. That's one of the first things he shared in that post. And I have to agree with him. I do. But but you can deal with that. You don't have to be lonely. You can find ways to, to intentionally build relationships where those people are there for you. And if, by the way, if th- I, those off days that I have, 
Uh, Those used to be off weeks. (laughs) And if I ever get to the place where that last, that that feeling, those feelings like, man, I know all the things that I should do, I don't do, but man, I just, I'm I'm in a funk and I can't get out of it. If that lasts for more than 24 hours, then by golly, yes, I will reach out to one of those guys and say, listen, I know that you've got something going on and stuff like this. I've got something I've been dealing with, and it's been going on through my head for more than 24 hours. If over the next 24 hours you have 15 to 20 minutes that we can talk on the phone, I would really like that. And I could send that text message, and any one of those names I mentioned earlier would instantly make sure to give me 20 minutes of their time somewhere within the next 24 hours, if not within the next two to three hours. So... It, does, it doesn't have to be as lonely as, as Gary's, maybe, not that he's trying to make it, but, but there's some reality to being unbelievably lonely uh, in running your own business. All right, point number two. Uh, yes, owning your own business does come with a great deal of mental, mental pressure and stress. And this is true no matter how long you've been in it, from my experience. Now, some people handle mental pressure and stress a great deal better than others and you and hopefully if you are investing in education in mindset and other things you are dealing with that mental pressure and stress in much better ways as you move forward it's one of the things that i love helping people with the most of of helping them reframe things helping see, people see things from a different perspective helping people take problems uh, and turning them not to, into problems, but opportunities for personal and professional growth, opportunities where they're going to learn something, and as they learn something, it's going to give them the ability to either empathize at a greater and deeper level with those that they serve, or it's going to help them learn some distinctions to help others that they serve avoid whatever problem it was that, that is creating this mental pressure and stress. But the reality is there are going to be challenges. And when you're at the top, those challenges are on your shoulders many times. So yes, owning your own business does come with a great deal of mental pressure and stress. It is a reality. But don't be afraid of that. Understand that there are ways to deal with it And what used to set me off into an emotional downward spiral of negative emotions, (laughs) I have have some of the biggest, most excruciating challenges that have came since I have made the shift from podcast answer man to mindset answer man. A completely radically altered shift in my focus for my business. I've had some of the biggest pressures and biggest quote-unquote stressors ever in this past 18 months. And I can tell you right now, none of them have completely set me off. None of them have completely gotten me down. Have I had an off day? It's difficult to say that I've had an off day. Haven't I had an off afternoon or an off morning or an off evening? Yeah, I have occasionally. But they, but I am able to deal with mental pressure and stress in a way that 10 years ago I could have never dreamed of. But I'm thankful that I invested in understanding emotional health and how to deal with those things. So yeah, 
regardless the regardless of whether whether or not I'm equipped to handle and deal with the mental pressure and stress in healthy ways today the reality is is that owning my own business still does come with pressure and stress all right it's still there and yes everybody i know who has succeeded in in and some amazing names of people they experience mental pressure and stress as well and most of them are have also found healthy ways of dealing with that also so that is not as negative as it may sound all right 3A is my response to the next one. Uh, Yes, you do have to have a lot of internal strength to keep moving forward after you fail. I love what he says. It's like, I mean, not if you lose, but when you lose. When you go after a goal and you fail miserably, you do not achieve that goal. Oh my gosh, you have to have a ton of strength internally to keep moving forward. And you will fail if you are an achiever, if you are one of those people who are setting major goals, who are going after the life that you deserve, the life that you feel called to live at the highest level. I can promise you, if you're setting some pretty significant goals for yourself, there, there are going to be times when you fail, and you fail miserably, and you fail in front of people, and you will need to have a lot of internal strength to keep moving forward. And I can tell you right now, I, that, that the good news is that you can grow that internal strength. It wasn't there for me when I started, although I did have some internal strength, but, I, it, but it grew through the help of a lot of relationships that I had in those early days. But today, uh, man, it, it's, it's kind of like I've grown some thick skin. And then 3B, my thought 3B related to this. Yes, you'll need to have a lot of internal strength to keep moving forward when others judge you. See, he said, you need to have a lot of internal strength to deal with the judgment that the outside world deploys on you when you lose. Not if you lose, but when you lose. So, um, I, 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 first and foremost, whether people on the outside even know that you fail, um, you have to have that internal strength to keep moving forward. Um, and then, of course, when you fail publicly and you fail miserably publicly and people do judge you, yes, you're going to have to have internal strength to keep moving forward. So again, so far, I, I, I pretty much agree with everything that Gary's written so far. Number four, yes, I do believe that if you want to achieve the life of your dreams, you're likely going to have to go through a significant season where you are going to have to work hard and sacrifice some leisure to make it happen. That's the whole foundation of how I started this episode. I absolutely believe that if you want to achieve the life of your dreams, you're going to likely have to go through either a very significant season of your life where you're going to have to work hard and give up some of your leisure to make it happen, or at the very least, you will have seasons multiple mini seasons if you will you're going to have you're going to have some times where you need to say listen for the next 8 weeks i'm going to push hard and then i'm going to take it i'm i'm not going to completely go on vacation for 2 weeks but i'm i'm going to lighten up and and we're going to do some fun family stuff but then i'm going to go into another season of hard work and 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 you can navigate that that's by the way you you 
you just kind of play it by ear. You kind of figure out how to do it. But you can have a balanced life, but you don't have what they call the completely perfect balanced life where, you know, listen, here's the deal. Uh, right now, I'm working the day job, so you know I, I want to make sure that I get my eight hours of sleep, and I'm going to go work at the day job for eight hours. I'm going to come home, and I want to be able to make sure that as soon as I come in, I'm playing with the kids, and then I sit down and have dinner, and I'm going to help my wife do the dishes, and then I'm going to help the kids get a bath and put them to bed, and then I'm going to work on my business for 1.5 hours, and then I'm going to sit down at the end of the evening and chat with my wife, and and I'm going to get into bed so that I can make sure I get at least eight hours of sleep tonight. If you think that you're going to live that life consistently and build a profitable business that's going to allow you to leave your day job. I don't know anybody that's done that. I don't. I just don't know anybody who's done that. There's a lot of hard work and sacrifice that goes into this. And yes, I really believe that if you want to live the life of your dreams, you are going to have to go through either a significant season or multiple mini seasons where you're going to work hard and sacrifice some of that leisure. All right, now, it doesn't mean that you're going to sacrifice your physical health, your mental health, your relationship with your wife or your kids, but somewhere there's going to be some leisure that, that, that there's going to be some effort put into this thing, and we're going to call that effort hard work, all right? There we go. Now, Gary says there are so many people who are going to get crushed over the next few years because they're starting companies when they could have succeeded within the system at big companies. I do believe that. I've actually seen many people who have lived extremely, wildly profitable and successful lives in the employee lifestyle, you know, and and people who have failed miserably trying to start their own business. Now, with that being said, I, I, I'm I not going to list every single reason for those failures, but here are some of them. Number one is, listen, I've already spent enough of my life working hard um, and to get to the success that I have today. I'm done working hard. I feel like I, I, I have enough life experience at this point. Pretty much anything that I do at this point, I want to be able to do in a reasonable eight-hour day. Um, and and so it, it literally, they want to leave their day job where they're financially wildly successful. And yes, in the day job, they're working 50 to 60 hours a week, right? But these are the people who during, while they're building it, the side business, they don't want to spend any more than eh, five to eight hours a week to get it off the ground. And then their idea is that when they leave the day job, they want to work 30 to 40 hours a week and no more than that ever. The the phrase I hear, I'm done working hard. I'm done working hard. And those people are the ones that I see experiencing the most amount of success. To get any new venture off the ground, in my experience, requires a bit of hard work and sacrifice to get it off the ground. They didn't get to the success that they have in their employee lifestyle without working hard, but but now they want to do something completely different that requires incredibly different skill sets in every area of life and just wing it to, to get out there. And they feel like, man, I've succeeded here. I should be able to succeed everywhere. And there are there's a truth to the fact that success in one 
in one area of life is transferable to other areas of life. But I'm telling you, when you want to do something new, to be able to build it, there's going to be seasons or at least a significant season where you're going to work hard and sacrifice to get it going. All right, another reason for people's failures is they have simply no clarity about who they are and the and the life that they desperately want to live. They don't have that clear picture of the future. They don't even know what they're working for. They just want something different. <laughs> and that's why, I, I mean, Gary says this. He says, listen, I implore you all to get real self-aware about who you are and navigate your life around that, not who you wish you were. You know, the, the problem is, is a lot of people are not leaving their day job and starting their own business because... Well, they've discovered who they are, and they want to find a way to live a life truly authentic to who they are and the and the work they know that they were desperately put on this earth to do. Right? No, it's 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 they have this vision of who they wish they were, and and Gary's got some great wisdom there at the very end of that post. I implore you all to get real self aware about who you are and navigate your life around that, not who you wish you were. And so, yeah, get some clarity about who you are and the life you are designed to live. What is your zone of genius? Now, speaking to my friend Chris, who sent me this email, I, I've had enough conversations to, to know that, man, there, he, can't, he can't imagine a life not doing what it is that he's setting out to do. So I think he has that clarity, but there are a lot of people out there that I know that that have been pursuing their own side business, and they literally have no clarity at all. They have no vision, no compelling vision of the future. And you know what Proverbs 29, 18, where there is no vision, the people will perish. You know, you have to have a clear vision of who you are, who you were meant to be, and the work that you were put on this earth to do. And when you are so compelled that that's what you must do, then nothing's going to hold you back. And, and you can't even possibly stay in the day job anymore. Those are the people who succeed. All right, another reason why people tend to fail is isolation. They, they get lonely and they don't have the people that, that understand their journey. And that's why I created the Next Level Mastermind. And also fear, fear of success, fear of failure, fear related to a ton of limiting beliefs that people have. That's another reason why I created the Next Level Mastermind. It's another reason why I created the Free the Dream Conference. Uh, the, another reason why people fear, lack of experience. They don't even know what they don't know. Just because you have wild success as the you know, whatever career you had before, there, there's a lot that you'd need to learn to actually start a business. And there is a learning curve. And you know what? You can't just solve the learning curve by hiring lots of people. I, one person's success that I, I study a ton is Tony Robbins. And I can tell you right now, he was wildly successful financially in some of his earliest ventures. And he immediately started to hire out and delegate anything he didn't want to do. And millions and millions and millions of dollars were embezzled from him as a result of not knowing anything about the work that he was delegating. And I've heard those kind of stories over and over again. And so you can't, you can't just escape the, the learning curve. There is a lot of learning curve. I'm not saying you have to learn it all and do it all yourself, but... 
there's a lot of learning that needs to be done. You need to understand. And so uh, so with lack of experience comes the lack of the proper strategy. What are the step-by-step procedures? What are the exact tools that you need for the trade? How do you get this done? Who are the people you need to hire? That's strategy. You need a great strategy. And that, but the thing, and by the way, it's one of the things that I teach through the Next Level Mastermind. It's the things that I teach through my Building an Online Business Workshop. Um, it's the things that I teach through my one on one mentoring, the, the strategy. But if you have the right strategy, that's still only 20% of success. The 80% of success, the other 80% is mindset management. And that's another reason why people fail. They absolutely have no ability to control their emotional state. They Everything is the biggest problem in the world. They Something that goes completely different than what they expected and had on their to-do list for the day. And then, oh my gosh, I can't believe this amazing obstacle that just came my way. I'm completely derailed. I mean, they, they use the word derailed a lot. They, I've got this huge problem. This challenge just came up, and I just can't deal with this. It's this is the, it's like one nerve wracking thing after another. This is just so overwhelming, and the language that they're using, the what they focus on consistently, uh, the the meaning that they assign to some of the most minute things that really aren't big deals overall. There's a lot of people who fail miserably, not because they can't, they don't have what it takes to be a successful business owner, but because they ha- they just haven't learned how to manage their mindset, and that's why there's free the dream and next level mastermind and all these other. And, and I'm not the only one who has the solutions. There's lots of other solutions, but it's one. These are things that I've created products for specifically to help people who are put on this earth not to be an employee but to have their own business. So, you know, I I do love what Gary says there. It's like, listen, get real self-aware. Make sure that you're navigating your life around who you are, who you've discovered you truly are, not who you wish you were, all right? Now, here's the thing. I think, you know, when when Chris emailed me, he says, listen, hey, I saw this post on LinkedIn. While I understand what he's, some of what he's saying, entrepreneurship is hard, I just felt parts of what he said didn't ring true. Now, first of all, I there's nothing in what he wrote that doesn't ring true for me. Nothing that of what he wrote. Everything he wrote, I pretty much, it it rings true with me. However, associating it with the photo of him as a grown man laying on the floor like a homeless dude, it's cause he because he's not sleeping enough, uh, and that th- this is the only way he can get, you know, 20 minutes of rest for his physical body between meetings, that's the part that doesn't ring true. I, I could not disagree with Gary, and and it's one of the reasons why I do not subscribe to any of his channels. I, you know, I, I think Gary's a great guy. I really do. But it, his, and, and I think he gives the word hard work and hustle a bad name sometimes. And I think it's one of the reasons why so many of us today are turned off because the picture of a, a grown man sleeping for 20 minutes to, to catch a, a, a little bit of physical rest for the body is promoted and talented talented as what is necessary to succeed in business and that is not necessary. 
Gary's lifestyle is not necessary. It's just what he's chosen, okay? By the way, I was looking at the comments on this LinkedIn post. Nora wrote, it is sad to see a middle-aged man worth millions sleeping on the floor at some airport. She went on to say some other things, but anyway, uh, many comments were uh, given in response to that. Michael Gale wrote this. He says, I totally agree, Nora. These are some of the stupid, idiotic things I dislike about Gary. That picture is for pure advertising. Grandstanding would be a better word. Sending a message that this is some of what it takes to be successful and financially secure in life. To me, that's being naive, stupid, and it's a low form of getting attention. Now, say what you will about Gary. He definitely knows how to get people's attention. And a picture that was snapped of him sleeping like a homeless man in the airport, lying down on the ground, trying to catch 15 minutes of shut-eye, yeah, posting that was definitely going to get people's attention. And and I kind of agree that that was a publicity stunt. Now I don't. The reality is, though, I really believe that that for Gary Vaynerchuk, he lives a lifestyle where that is a very real thing for him. The guy wakes up at before the sun comes up, and and I, I don't know. I, I, if I had to guess, maybe he gets about four hours of sleep sometimes. I, he, you could watch his videos. Is he he goes on and on about that. But I also want to play this. the The reality is, is Gary looks like he's working all day, every day, nonstop. But I want you to understand, Gary works less than most of us. He may be at work more hours than you can possibly ever dream of working, but Gary works less than most everyone you know. And that's how I want to end this. And and I'm going to play a one-minute audio clip from one of Gary's videos. Listen to this. If you really love it, like for real, not like you're kind of saying it because you're trying to get through your life. If you really love it, it truly isn't feel like work. Like school felt like work. And that was only like nine to three with tons of breaks in between. And that was devastating. My audiobook, reading it. I'm only halfway through. That's work. It's not easy for me, man. Like I don't like it. And so like I know what work I know what not liking it feels like and what work feels like. Um, you know, being an entrepreneur for me, running businesses, putting out content, doing my thing does not feel like work. I mean look, I talk a lot about work, hard work. There's not a whole lot of content coming for me on the weekends. There, you know, I take four, five, six, seven weeks of vacation a year. Like what I'm doing is I'm maximizing my 15 hours a day those during the week. My only kryptonite is the health of my family. From the day I left school in May of 1998 to this moment, I've always been the operating partner of a business every day. Okay, so here's what I want to share with you. This is something that I have heard Dan Miller quote over and over again over the years. And Dan Miller, author of the book, 48 Days to the Work You Love, one of my mentors, friends in life. Uh, I've heard him quote this so many times, and I want to read this statement to you. I don't know who the original person who said this, but listen to this. The master in the art of living makes little distinction between his work and his play, his labor and his leisure, his mind and his body, his education and his recreation, his love and his religion. He hardly knows which is which. He simply pursues his vision of excellence at whatever he does, leaving others to decide whether he is working or playing. To him, he is always doing both. 
That, my friends, is what I think probably Gary Vaynerchuk is doing. When you see him waking up and starting his day at 4 o'clock in the morning, and he's literally going nonstop all day, every single day, meeting to meeting, meeting to meeting, crushing it, care, you know, hustling, you know, getting 15 minutes of sleep on an airport floor uh, and going to the next meeting and flying here and doing that and creating tons of social media relationships with people and blah, blah, blah. And he, and he, he started at four o'clock in the morning and, he, and he's heading home in a taxi cab at one o'clock in the morning, literally working from 4 a.m. to 1 a.m. I don't think he's actually working that much. He's, he's playing. He's having fun. He's doing what he loves. And he, I don't think he's always promoting that and, and saying this is what you have to do to succeed. Although that image and that post together may seem to indicate that that's what he's saying. But what he's saying is this is the life that I'm living. And he says that, hey, he even said it in his post. I He's not saying that he's promoting that you work yourself to both to, at the candles at both ends of the stick to where you burn yourself out. Gary Vaynerchuk from all and I mean I've been watching him for long enough. I haven't seen him have a complete mental breakdown yet. I haven't seen him quote unquote burn out. What I see Gary doing that would burn me out without a doubt it the way that he goes the the work that he does would be like work to me. And I love that quote. The reason why I brought that quote in from Gary, he goes, you know what? Most of this stuff, creating content, running businesses, being an entrepreneur, doing all these meetings, all this stuff, that's not work to me. I love that. It gives him life. You know, being on the stage and giving advice to people all day long, that's life-giving to him. That's playing for him. That He's loving that. But I love the part where he says, but man, Sitting in a booth, reading my audiobook, that's work, and I hate it. And there are some things that come with running your own business that you do that you don't like to do. For me, it's anything related to accounting and tax forms and all of that other stuff. I hate all of that stuff. But you know what? I, I still know how it all works. I still know what all goes where. And and I have heard horror stories of people who whose accountants have embezzled money from them. And it's like, dude, I've I've caught mistakes of like 33 cents. And I said, hey, did you know that this is off by 33 cents? Oh, I'm so glad you caught that. I, you know, you know, I'm on top of things. Not that I have to be, but I, you know, I I I do some things in my business, like Gary's talking about. He goes in and he records his own audiobooks. And by the way, it's a good thing because Gary's audiobooks are amazing. He hates recording them because it's not the kind of work that he desires and loves, but he knows that if he creates it, he's going to create something that's true and authentic to him. And sometimes he's willing to do hard work and sacrifice doing work that he doesn't like just because he knows that that's what's required for him to have the life that allows him to go and do the crazy 4 a.m. to 1 a.m. deal that he absolutely loves. So anyway, Chris, this was for you, my friend, but also it's for anybody else out there who wants to understand my thoughts and my opinions and my feelings about the value of hard work and sacrifice. Guys, thank you so much for listening. This podcast episode is brought to you by multiple products and services that I have. I want to encourage you to check out the Free the Dream Conference coming up in September 2019. 
Uh, If you want to learn about how to take your mindset and become that strong person inside who can handle the life's daily pressures, the pressures of being a husband, the pressures of being a father, the pressures of going after goals and changing your life and changing the behaviors that have been holding you back and keeping you from living the life that you know that you're meant to live. If you're living in a physical body that's 40 pounds overweight or maybe even 150 pounds overweight, Come to Free the Dream. Learn how to change that. If you are stuck in a soul-crushing day job that is absolutely physically, mentally, and emotionally killing you every single day, for those of you who want to leave the day job, you want to create a business that's online where you can make a living from coaching, teaching, mentoring, online courses, all of that kind of stuff, building an online business workshop is now an online course. If you want to know more about that, head over to nextlevelworkshop.info, nextlevelworkshop.info, and you can uh, put your name in there for a future session of that course, and I'll be reaching out to those of you who uh, have done that, because I'm going to turn that into an online course where you can go with through it with me as your guide. I'll have a self-study version as va- available as well. But anyway, freethedream.live nextlevelworkshop.info. And then, of course, for those of you who are already full-time self-employed and you've experienced the loneliness, the isolation, and you wish you could be surrounded by a group of people on a weekly basis who get it, who understand what the pressure that's on your shoulders to, to make ends meet and you, you want to be able to share the resources that other people are using to succeed in the things that you want to do in your online business, well, head over to nextlevelmastermind.info. So here we go, nextlevelmastermind.info, nextlevelworkshop.info, and freethedream.live. Guys, until next time, I encourage you to take every area of your life, with a little hard work and sacrifice maybe, to the next level.